one, two. Ah. <laughs> oh, we need the little thing. I know the what little. Is it called? But that's for film. But we still we filming. No, like a a, a movie or. No, we still need it. I, mean, I, I ain't mad at you. I wore it up last night. There you go. Come on, hair. Looking like a DJ. It's so cute though. Sis looking so DJ-ish. Hot. Yeah. Come on, DJ. <laughs> I am loving it. Huh? Giovanni, you know you're going to be in, in the shot, right? She, I'm going to edit you in this shot just She's like that, fixing it. Kelly's hair. <laughs> You know what I'm trying to yeah. Yeah. Big hair, don't care. Perfect. That's perfect, y'all. Yeah. She ready now? She ready. All right, I'm going to trust y'all. She ready. She cute. I can't see. Come on with the side shoulder. Okay. <laughs> hey, y'all. I'm here hey. for the side shoulder. How do I sound? Do I sound okay? You sound good. Okay. Y'all sound good. Don't be whispering now, Don, because you, you start whispering and then you start talking normally to be loud. Don't be with <laughs> I'm done, bro. That is too funny. Hey, y'all. It's your girl, Kelsey Lynn. Welcome to the Glass Hearts Podcast, you guys. We're so excited for you to be here. All right, my booze, my team is here. Reintroduce yourselves. I feel like I should go by two names, too, because you said Kelsey Lynn. So I'm my Cassandra Don and okay. my Cassie J. I'm just going to go by Don. Cassie J, Cassandra Don. Mm-hmm. Okay, you fancy. <laughs> I like that. What's up, y'all? I'm Kelly. Case Gates. Case Gates. Case The Urban Gypsy. You you made me, like, think of, like, like doing, like, a two-step on some roller braids. Every yes. time I hear your name, Case Gates. <laughs> I just be wanting to be rolling. That you is should be so in the funny. Usher uh, tour. You know how they have the segment with the skates? Oh, yes. No. Oh. I'm trying to go. I'm still trying to go. I, I, had the, I just heard he was doing the Super Bowl. He should be, is he? I don't know if it was a real thing. Is he? Are you serious? I had the opportunity to work on set, and I, I low-key passed it up. It's hot in Vegas. Mm-hmm. But I know that money good, but it's hot. <laughs> and I don't know what it's going to have me doing. <laughs> yeah, it is hot in Vegas. It is. I'm with you. I don't know, like, not inside hours, though. Is this day rate? What are we getting paid? Yeah, and it's hot. Yeah. Like you said that right. It's hot in the bugs. Like I, I can't do none of it. I'm okay. But all right, y'all. So we're doing our segment that you saw before, and it's the I wish I knew that, or if, or when, whatever you wish you knew segment. So does anybody have like some ideas on them already? Because I feel like. We were really, like, talking about some deep stuff these past um, previous podcast episodes. And I was like, woo, I for- there was some stuff said I forgot I said. Mm-hmm. I was like, I was giving all the tea. Yeah, yeah I, I think we were so excited. Like, episode one, we, like, jumped right on in. It's like, we jumped in at the deep side of the pool. Uh, episode two, we, we, we drowned in swimming. We swim drowning. Really? Yes. So I was just like, whoo, what are we about to talk about? Because, <laughs> ooh, my God, we was going in. We were. We were. Uh, I don't know. I think um, I was on a panel yesterday, and they asked the same question. How did it go, though? It was really good. Good. It was really, really good. I was so excited because, you know, that's stuff that I want to do. Yeah. Um, and they asked the same question, uh-huh. and I think, I think I had the same answer just um, – 
I wish I knew the discipline that it took to run a business because it was mm. an entrepreneur. So the the panel was entrepreneurship. What's in your hand? Mm-hmm. And I was mm-hmm. like, yo, like that is a really good way to look at entrepreneurship because yeah. it's literally like everything that's in your hand. And you know, like once you get started with one business idea, and then it rolls into another one, and then it rolls mm-hmm. into another one, and, and then before you look at it, you're doing everything that you know God put inside of you. And all it took is just one simple yes. Yeah. So, and that was kind of like what the message was on today too. I still wish I knew what it took to discipline yourself. Yes, to to the discipline of having a business, like what it really takes to have it. Because I'm still growing it, and I I'm still learning as I go. Mm-hmm. So I'm still in a like I wish I knew more. I wish I. And I know I'll get there because it's one of those things you learn as you go. But yeah, but look, I, so from the beginning of like when you started to now, all those lessons, leaps and bounds. Yeah, and I th- I think for me it's just been like the discipline in my time, because you know I'm very much a fly by the seat of my pants, mm-hmm. and then just being a creative is just like oh I could do this, and in my mind I feel like I can do this and I can do that, and it's just like no. You can't do all of those things. But if you plan it out, then maybe you could do it, and then you won't be stressed out, and then procrastination sets in, and then that's such a bad thing because I always feel like I do my best work when I'm, like, when it's crunch time. And, you know, like in school, people would flip out. Oh, we have a 25-paper page due. Oh, we have a 15-page paper. And I'll be like, oh, that's nothing. Like, literally, you would know the whole semester that you have this paper and I will wait until the weekend before the end, the end. Sudden, and like, it, like bust it out. Yes. And like, like bust oh, it out. Yes. Yes. But if I have too much time, then it's that like, doesn't spark for you, no. Like, and then I keep, I keep adding on. So it's like, I want to talk about this and then I'll do my outline. Mm-hmm. And then if I just do my outline, like closer to the deadline, then I'll stick closer to it but then if I have more time it's like I'll do an outline within an outline and then I make it bigger than what it is and then I'll get anxiety from that because now I'm looking at like oh my gosh now all of these things that I have to do and I don't have that much time versus but I think there's something to be said as far as being a creative and understanding that there are certain times where pressure allows that creativity to pull out of mm-hmm. you and, but you need to do it in a structured way. But that's right? the discipline. It's like it's, knowing, and that, it's, right, that's it's the like discipline. It's like knowing mm-hmm. process. Exactly. Like part of the process, okay, is you do do an outline, and then you give it time, and you think about it, and you let more ideas ruminate. And, like, mm-hmm. and I think sometimes we don't give ourselves credit for that downtime, mm-hmm. and we, we make it, we, think we tell lazy. ourselves that yep. mean we're not doing something. Yeah. But, no, that is part of the process exactly. to be still. We talked yep. about that but last time, too. nobody teaches us those things. No. Nobody, because, you know, we come from... Um, parents who worked a nine to five. Mm-hmm. The only person who I saw as an entrepreneur, like in my family, was my father. He is the only reason that I work for myself. Because mm-hmm. when I would go to work with him, as much as I hated going to work with yeah. him and being there all day, I loved that he worked for mm-hmm. himself. He got up when he wanted to. It was just something to. about it. Yes, he mm-hmm. set his own day. Nobody told him what to do. The meeting started yeah. when he got there. Mm-hmm. The meeting could have been. 30 minutes before but when he but got there that's is when, when it started, started. yeah mm, and I love that and I yep. took that I was like you know what I'm gonna I'm a do that I'm gonna be that if I work for somebody it's only to learn and understand the process of how um, to run the business what mm-hmm. I should be looking for because I'm taking all of this information and I'm putting it into my own yeah and I know for me like you were saying like hard, it's, it's hard to create discipline when you are used to structure 
that somebody else created for you. Yes. And now you have to create structure for yourself. What Mm -hmm. does that look like? What does that even mean? How do I make myself do something? Nobody's Mm -hmm. holding me accountable except me. Nobody's getting this money except me. Mm-hmm. Nobody's telling me to edit this or do that except me. <laughs> me. Right? <laughs> Along with me all the this. other things oh. that you want to do. Exactly. Live yeah. life. Yeah. Live life. Travel. Sleep. The sleep. regular thing. The sleep. Enjoy the enjoy small your, things. Mm-hmm. Like enjoy I your friends life. and family. Look at that grass grow. You ever exactly. just sat outside and watched the grass flutter? Like, we have a hammock. And I'm like, there's days where I'm like, I just want to go lay in the hammock. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to be in the hustle and bustle. And I was joking with my sister, and I was like, you know what? Like, moving out of the country would not be a bad idea. Because I feel like here, everything is so fast-paced, and you're just on this rat wheel, this grind mentality. I'm like, what if we did move to, like, Costa Rica? You know what I mean? Like, what if we did eat bananas and mangoes and coconut water from the trees like that is such a, and That's and there's so life. but there's so many people that are doing it and so when you when I see there even if it's just like a 30 second clip on Instagram it's just still like a piece of peace mm-hmm. like dang like you can walk barefoot now I don't know how I would do with that because you know me and bugs and spiders but <laughs> it's just <laughs> it's just the peace of it all you know like bathing in stream water yeah. You know what I mean? Like sitting outside when it's raining, when it's warm rain, breathing fresh air. You know, when you travel to different places, mm-hmm. the air is so different. Mm-hmm. The, and food just, the, different. Food the food is, is different. The food is different. And you can taste it. Yeah. yeah. And like you, and you, you can digest weight. it. You exactly. You eat it. Yeah. And you're walking everywhere, yeah. you know, and it's like, and you, there's that community. Of, I, love to, I was just about to say, it's a different sense of community. It is because it's like you have, you do hair. I make shea butter. This one has a cow. Yes. We're going to come together and we, we are going to meet each other's needs. Need each other. need need. I'm not going to be ashy. You're not going to be she hungry. Really and our ha- I do want a cow. That's have y'all, seen, have y'all seen how cute She actually wants off. a cow. The one with hair. The lot with the, the little with she the cow. Yes. Of course, you, of course oh as a hairstylist, the cow needs to have some bangs. I do want a baby cow. I don't know what I'm gonna do with it when it gets it's the big. Cow with the bag. She want the cow but with the they are so cute. I am so in love with baby cows right now. Like so in love. However, so. I think it's important to teach people and help people understand that it's important to create the discipline of rest within the discipline mm-hmm. of your business because we always are gonna have something to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Always, and if you don't rest, you ain't gonna get to do it. Yeah. Yes. Or you don't do it well. No. And I had um like. Three weeks ago, he was joking, but he was like, he walked in, and he was like, I want, I want the whole treatment. And I was like, what you mean? And he was like, whatever you do for all your clients, I want that. And I was like, you get that. And he was like, no, I don't. When it, when it, when it comes to me, you rushing. And I was like, no, I don't. But on the inside, I was like, wait, I am. Because I'm always thinking about, you know what I mean? Like, okay, he only gets two braids. I know I'm a wash, blow dry, part in the middle. He mm-hmm. is a permanent part already. Mm-hmm. So it's quick. So in my mind, I'm not even giving him a hundred percent of the what moment. of the moment. Yeah. Like I'm giving it to him and like you you're know thinking you're thinking about the future instead of being Exactly. And I know I'm giving him a good head wash. Mm-hmm. But people who are sensitive like that, they can feel it. Like yeah. you know what I mean? So in my mind, I'm thinking, I'm taking my time. And he's like, nah, he was like the first time. I fell asleep, 
you know, I wasn't thinking about anything. And he was like, and ever since then, it's just been different. And I was like, and he said it in front of um, my mentor. And so, I, and I had just was telling her, like, I feel like I'm like this all the time when I'm working with my clients. And that's not how I want to come across. And Why then, do you feel like that? One, I think because I'm not resting. So that was how I was going to tie this in to your point was yeah. that I'm not resting because I'm always thinking and moving and trying to and get to the next. you know I get on you about that. You do. And, and. So I was, and I cut my hours. Okay. I did. I pulled back my hours. Um, but then it's still, you know how you You okay, are. Poppy? That's my grandson in the background. You good? You need water? Okay. Um, it's still that thing of, you know, when people text and they're like, can you fit me in? And then I'm in my mind, I'm thinking like, okay, that's only a two-hour service. So let me see when I can do it. Well, if I desire for my day to end at 6 o'clock, and then I squeeze somebody else in. Then they come 30 minutes later. And then we get there. We start talking. So now we're at hour. So now I'm at 7 o'clock when I'm just starting the service. And then I get into the service. I complete the service. And it's 9. I got to clean up. So I'm not going home until it's 10. So then let's talk about values. What is it that you're valuing mm. in this moment that you are yeah. taking the value of yourself away? And that's, and that is it is the money? What, is it the person? What is it that you're placing that value of instead of your rest and the respect of your time? I think it's definitely on, just trying to help people. Because, I mean, as a woman, like, I know how it is when I want my hair done. You know what I mean? Like, so, but you train your clients how to, teach, how to treat you. And that's exactly. So now so I'm you saying train no. them. To be like, can I get my hair done? Can I get right. my hair done? And, and I tried right at the very beginning. Boo-boo, let me let you know right now. Right. The only reason you're getting in <laughs> next week is because I had a cancellation. I am booked two mm -hmm. months out. Mm -hmm. You cannot just slide in my DMs and be like, yeah. hey, you know, can I get my hair? That's not how my business works. Yeah. You got to plan to be in my chair. And I, I'm, I'm getting there. Like, I, I have to get there because I'm, I'm burnt out. And then I realized that I'm not servicing i'm not being the best of me. you know mm -hmm. what i mean like mm -hmm. and then it's already you know I, I, as as much as i love doing what i'm doing as mm -hmm. much as i'm excited to be um doing what i'm doing i don't want to slip and fall so here's the thing as much as we value people we have to value us first yeah. right number one because we're single and we don't have a partner to balance that out with yeah. us number one okay yet Yes. Number two, we have to make sure that we are placing ourselves first in the area of care. Because when you have a hands-on service like this that is not making you residual income in your sleep, the only thing you have is your body. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. if you are not taking care of your body, if you are not prioritizing rest, your mental rise. health, some space for yourself, mm -hmm. you are going to burn yourself out regardless of how much you love what you do. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so after that, then you got to make structure for your clients. Yeah. This is how I run my business. I understand that you're used to just popping up on somebody. I understand that you're used to, you know, just showing up whenever you want to show mm -hmm. up. But that's not how I run stuff. If you want to sit in my chair, if you want to work with me, this is the um, the system that I have in place Running to keep structure ship. for me. And so that, I don't go yeah. crazy. It's 50 million of y'all and, and one, one of me. me. And those, the people that actually run their ship like that are the most successful. Because mm -hmm. when I sit back and I look and I ask questions of like, 
you know, how are you doing this? How mm-hmm. are you working a four-day week or a three-day week? Mm-hmm. And they're like, I'll put in early mornings and late nights mm-hmm. for these three days, and that's all I'm doing. Mm-hmm. But these other four days, I'm shutting down. And I'm like, a three-day work week? Mm-hmm. Like, that sounds amazing. But, but that's what I do. Yeah, I, I haven't got Because you already that. know I, I, I only work Thursday through Saturday in the salon. Yeah. And the rest of those days are left open for celebrity work or set work mm-hmm. and my other businesses that I have. How am I supposed to so run? So then do you only work three days a week? Because you in just said salon. you're working. You're still I work only in the salon. I'm only in the salon three mm-hmm. days a week. I'm working. generally working. Yeah, so you're like not, six, you don't really have those five, days off, though. That's how I feel, because sometimes I think I'm not, like, today I'm not working, but I'm working. But you're, but you're working. working. You know? Yeah. So it's like, did I really take a day off? Yeah. And that's how it is when you have multiple businesses. Like, if I'm not doing hair, I'm doing something for the boutique. So technically, I never have a, an off day off day, because even if I don't, if I'm not servicing clients, I'm making shea butter, I'm making sugar scrubs, I'm cleaning, I'm downtown, I'm sewing, I'm folding, I'm pricing. It's so I'm, funny it's that so you're saying much. that. Because I was just telling my client the other day, I was saying, because um, I was telling her how I prioritize rest, and she was asking me, how do I do that? And I was like, I have to tell myself it's okay to do nothing today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have because to repeatedly we, tell we, myself, like, until I it, like, guilty. I have to say it so much until my nervous system calms down. Yes. yes. And it'll start kicking back up, and I have to say it again. Like, okay. it's okay. Today is the rest day. That is part of the yeah. process. You need this day. If you don't get this day, then the rest of the days yeah. are going to be trash. So, really, let's, go deeper. Like, let's go deeper with it. Because I was telling her how... As we grew up, as black women in the United States, right, it's in our DNA to overexert and work Mm -hmm. ourselves. If we go back to slavery, we've passed on those same traits of work, work, Mm -hmm. do, do, do everything for everybody else but yourself. Work through the pain, work Work through through the hurt, work through through the grief, work through all of it. So that we don't recognize stress in our bodies. Mm-hmm, we think that's us, like, oh, girl, you just trip you it, right. fix mm-hmm. it. But it's stress, and it makes push us through. sick. Just push it makes through. us ill. It makes our bodies do certain things. We don't recognize it. For example, you take white America. Them white ladies be like, oh, my God, I need a mental health day. I just can't. And I'd be like, you know what? You're right. I, too, need a mental health day, too, <laughs> girl. I cannot. Yeah. You exactly right. I can't. And I think because of... Their society and the way they grew up, they prioritize rest. They prioritize themselves. They spend a whole day at a spa, living their best life on a work day. I'll call you after I get out of the spa. Mm-hmm. It can wait. The business will still be there. And we have to take on that same mindset and teach our kids the things that we're learning. My kids that are still in my room, they're going to get all of this. All this rest and prioritizing and putting yourself first, they about to get all of this. They I think we struggle it. with it, though, because we're, all, we're constantly kind of playing catch-up and trying yeah. to get more, and it never feels like enough. And then we fall into the capitalism of being in this country and, like, just trying to survive. But here's and I the think thing. if we continue to hold on to being a black woman mm-hmm. versus being a woman, being a godly woman, you know, like... Because that also puts us in a box, too. Well, I'm a black woman, so all the black women before me, this is what they did. Mm -hmm. And as long as we continue to say, you know, like them and us versus Mm -hmm. like, Mm -hmm. this is a lifestyle that I want to adapt. You know what I mean? Like, I actually want to rest. There was um, something that a friend of mine said last week. She said, you have to, and when when you rest, 
you got to plan to rest. You know, you have to, like, put it in motion. So if you know that you need to cut your phone off, answer those emails, give yourself an hour or two hours, send out those text messages. Hey, I am not available from this time to this time. Catch up on your emails. Do whatever it is that you need to do. If you need water, if you need whatever it is, make that available so that when it is your time to rest, you can actually just go and rest. Because a lot of times our rest is still active. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, like I may move out of the salon and still be working, but it's not. it doesn't feel like salon work. Mm-hmm. Because I'm not at the salon, but I'm still working, and it's not rest. It's no, you know what I mean? It's no different. Like my rest day, I'm doing laundry and I'm cleaning, and I'm not editing. Editing is also a rest day 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 because I'm sitting still, so that's my rest day. It's like no, my brain is working still. Mm Yeah, because we're not trained on resting. No, we we feel so guilty for not doing something when we are commanded in the Bible to sit down. Yeah. At least once a day. Mm-hmm. Because they, they, they talk about how they worked back then. They, and even if you, when you go to Europe, they'll tell you, they say, we live to work. We don't work to live. Mm-hmm. And America works to live. We, in order to do what we need to do, I got to work. I got to mm-hmm. work. I got to work. In Europe, other places, they were like, ah, you ready to go to work today? We about to have some fun. You know what I'm saying? It's a part of their mm-hmm. culture. It's a part of their life. They enjoy it. They nap in the middle of the day. What yeah. I'm trying to understand, and I was talking about this with my sister this morning, actually. When we had the pandemic, it was like this collective understanding, like, oh, my gosh, we need to rest more. Yeah. Like, oh, this is how life is supposed to be. Oh, family. Oh, friends. Yeah. Oh, all these things that I, I forgot to breathe. I for, We're taking walks. We're just uh, fixing up our homes. We're doing all these things. And we had this understanding like what we were doing was wrong and it wasn't good for us. Yet today, I feel like we're back on the rat race. I feel well, like, that's America, I feel like it's 50, They don't 50. want you to rest. No. And I think there's a difference mm. between God's plan and culture's plan. Exactly. Like, mm. And so we've been under this culture that has said work until you die. Die. You know, like our parents, they worked, they retired, and then they were gone, you know, 10 or 15 years Work, later. Work, spend your money. Work, spend your money. The die. little money that you do have, because now look like at what's going on. The average American makes at least a million. And then you you see. Where, did, where is it? Where is it? it? But then you see older people working, too, because it's just not enough. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, okay, so wait. I, I don't want to be 80 and still working a full time. Like, I mm-hmm. want to be 80, healthy, and Frolicking in some nice blue water with some mm-hmm. white sand. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to live that type of life mm-hmm. that was That's just the like. Because they'll have you working until exactly. you sit. But I think we really you... just have to get back to God's plan and, and really say no. And that comes back to, like you were saying, during the pandemic, you know, we were checking on each other more mm-hmm. as a family. You know, we, we were doing stuff more as a family because it was like, okay, well, I'm, I'm going to the store who in this building or who mm-hmm. in this text message chain Need needs something? something. Mm-hmm. And it was like, okay, well, I do. Okay, I'm going to drop this off at your house. I'm going to drop this off at your house. Mm-hmm. And then it collectively community. you started to feel that community again. Yeah. People in my building, I mean, every time we did stuff, we were checking on each other. You got this? You all right? You okay? And that is what we have to get back to. But it's the, it's the enemy's plan that sure has us is. so... 
you know, busy that we can't even stop. I mean, God commands us. What did and he we say? Have to Love realize, your neighbor as yourself. Mm-hmm. And you know that when they opened it up back up, it was right at the like apex of the the riots and the mm-hmm. civil unrest, whatever they mm-hmm. wanted to yeah. call it. It was right at as it reached its peak. They're like, mm-hmm. okay, fuck it, we got to open everything yeah. back up. Because mm-hmm, people got too much time to think, too much yeah. time to think, too much time to too realize time that this to be is like, not you know right. What? Like, uh oh, yeah. they're not they're not robots anymore. They're starting uh, to be real people we, we, again. They're, they're starting to feel. And look how many babies were born. They've gotten too much rest. Yes. yes. And look how many babies were born. Look how many marriages were restored. Like, in spite of what people want to say, there were a lot of marriages that were restored. Yes, some people and decided, a lot of businesses built and a lot of businesses built. From natural, from what God has given you, from literally what God has put in your hand. Mm -hmm. When you can rest and you can be like, okay, Lord, like, when you are busy making a dollar for somebody else, you may know that God has given you something, Mm -hmm. but you you will think, like, I'm never going to have time to do that because... When and how and mm-hmm. and it was mm-hmm. just like the pause mm-hmm. on everything. It was like you got to be a kid again. Yeah, because your creativity sparked. Yes, you really didn't have anything to do with your time except yep. do you. Yeah, and at that moment you're like, oh, what can I do? Oh well, yep. I might as well do this. And then all of a sudden you have yep. a business. You're like, oh shoot. Yeah. And that was a time to walk. I remember the air was so crisp. Just yeah, walking like we went to the beach air. one day and it was so. The coyotes came out. Y'all remember that? Yeah, yes. they did. People they had coyotes out. and animals in their yards. You because could see the mountains. They, you could see. The, you could see. Listen, Inglewood has an infestation of them. They are listen, they The are coyotes everywhere. like new paths. Right. Okay. <laughs> I'm not right. having a fight with all the cars on the road. Okay. And the smog. Remember how clear? It was so clear. You could see the Hollywood You could see the Hollywood yeah. sign. That and, was crazy. Yeah. So on that, um, if you're coming up, La Brea going... South. Okay. Once you get to the top where like the brand Overhill is, you can look and you can see the ocean on a clear day. And so every day, if you, we used to walk up to the walk park and you could just see um, the ocean. Just, I and love I was just that like, so much. But now you only get to see it if it's raining and after the rain has cleared out. No, and I, I'm going to be honest, the smog isn't back to what it used to be. But it's, 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 still it's, see it, it's there. Yeah. But piggybacking on what you said about community and piggybacking on what you said about catching up, um, I just really, really feel the one thing that we don't do too often is come together in business. Because if we put our money together, we can catch up faster when we create community. Mm-hmm. That's what every other culture does. Mm-hmm. Families or the same ethnicity, they put their money together and create businesses. Mm-hmm. These big food supply chains, that's not one person's money. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a couple of millionaires right. Mm-hmm. Right. and a couple of investors. Mm-hmm. And a Even co- these apartment you know buildings, what I'm saying? these investors that own these huge apartment buildings, these, it's not just one family, it's not just one person, it's 10 families. It's five families. It's five different types of friends that each came in with $25,000 or $100,000 and was like, yo, we about to go buy this block over here. People that's not even from this area that are now getting to capitalize off of Some people don't even be from this country. Right. (laughs) Exactly. But But they already have the mentality. Mm -hmm. The mentality that was not taught or taken away from us growing up here. 
Because the mentality here is work for the system and make us rich. Yes. Yeah. Whereas the mentality there is we work as a community and we build each other up. You take that to here where you can easily make millions, easily, seriously, and you bring that into a community and everybody puts into the pot, you have a million, multi-million, possibly billion-dollar company. Easy. Easily. Mm-hmm. But we don't have that mindset because we aren't trained that way to think that way, at least in our community. We're not trained to hold money. We're not trained to do any of those things. You know what I'm saying? We're not trained to really learn how to capitalize on what we have because we don't even realize what we have. We're taught to be blind and work for the system and only do what we do. Mm-hmm. You know? And I, I feel like if we educate ourselves a little bit further, I know when I went to the salon that I went to, I specifically worked at a high-end, mostly Caucasian salon because I wanted to understand how they made these thousands of dollars. And that's why I went there. I was like, hmm, they make a lot of money. I see us working really hard. Not making half. And not making half. What are they doing different? And so I went to learn the trade secrets, period. I already had a full clientele. I had a full clientele before I went into getting my license. What did they do different? Um, A lot of it is nuance. A lot of it is they start off with more money. Right. And then um, who they're marketing to, you know, um, they have more money in general as a culture. So that's part of it. However, for instance, you know, you go into a, a black salon and, you know, we might give you a bottle of water. You know, it's nice. It's a bottle of water. Ooh, it's not in a styrofoam cup. This is an upgrade. They'll give you a glass and then ask you if you want still or sparkling. So I just want to make sure that we have a conglomerate of multi-generational millionaires within our community because I've already paid for the system in money, in time, in racism, in prejudice. I've already learned what I need to learn in order to make the millions. Now I just need people who are willing to learn. And a lot of times what we find in our communities is people who want to do what they want to do. They don't want to learn. They don't want to come under somebody and be like, hey, how do you do it? How do I get Uh here? How do I, you know what I'm saying? They don't want to be like, this is how you do it. They want to do what they want to do, how they want to do it. I had had an assistant ask me, she was like, because she was left-handed, right? So she's used to twisting hair to the left. She was like, can we go to the left today instead of to the right? Like, why we got to go to the right? And the first thought in my head was, well, when it's your client, you can do whatever you want to do. But what I said was, we're going to the left. <laughs> what I said was, you, it's not about what you want. It's about what the hair needs. The look is for the curls to be defined. Her curl pattern turns to the right. So we're twisting our hair to the right. If her curl pattern turns to the left, then we twist it to the left. But it's not about your desires <laughs> right now. Right. But that, uh, but that speaks to the younger generation as a whole. They want the end result without putting in the work. And not um, not to switch gears, but this goes into that. The teacher that has gone viral was saying how like the kids were in seventh grade, but they were really performing on fourth grade level because they just keep getting passed on and passed on and passed on. And you know, I was a teacher for so long, so I saw it. And I always tell people it's an educational system. Yeah. And so until you understand how the system works, which yeah. is what you're talking about, yeah. of like 
you've done your time, you've paid your dues, you've worked the system from the inside out, and so now you're trying to teach other people to do the same. Um, our kids are the ones that are actually suffering. So then when you take a step back and you look like another teacher, she said, I, I'm just really enjoying how the teachers are coming out and making content about what's really going on. Um, because a lot of people that don't have kids or other parents, you know, or parents that aren't involved, it is sparking conversations like, well, what's going on with your, your kid? Or, you know, what's going on at your child's school? Or do you know the teacher? Or did you see the teacher do that? So there was another teacher that um, was talking about, like, let's be honest, People talk about the kids' clothes, but who's buying the clothes? Mm -hmm. The parents are buying the clothes. Mm -hmm. So if we, but if we don't like these conversations, have to start somewhere. Yeah. And it ha and even with just talking about hair, like you know, your assistant said, well, can we go to the you know to the left to the left this time? Mm -hmm. And you're like, yeah, when when it's your client. But she didn't even get that you were trying to teach her. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So the process isn't. You just want to go to the left all the time. You're trying to teach her about the curl pattern. Yeah. Because what happens is everybody looks at all of these natural care curl hairstyles, and they're like, ooh, I want that. But they don't Speaking even know, your, like, what, your mic. what my mic. Because you're facing Kelsey. Oh. Um, people don't know, like, what you have to do to achieve those curls. Like, you woke up like that, but you before you woke up like that, you still had to do something to mm -hmm. it. But, but that's the process. Mm -hmm. That's the work. And nobody wants to do the work. But everybody wants the outside, and that goes back to, like, these styles that people want. If you have thin, fine hair, no, you should not be getting these ponytails with all of this gotta be because you're gonna be where I can see a scalp and where you gotta be bald like um, you know what I mean like and they're putting all this gotta be bald spray in your hair like no so even when you try to tell clients you know you don't have this type of hair to do this if you're that type of stylist that will one say like no we can't do this um they still get mad it's like well I will but can you just do no I can't just do that like no because it doesn't make sense and that's but that goes into every single um, part of our lives. You know, if it's education, if it's real estate, well, can I just lie on my taxes and just say that, you know, I make this amount of money so that I can get this? No, because then you're going to get this high mortgage note that you're not going to be able to afford. So, no, you cannot do this. Well, can I just do? No, you can do the actual right thing. You can actually do the work so that you can get the end result that you want and not try to cheat the process. So. I feel like a lot of people are going more into what you're saying is that lack of education. Mm -hmm. And it's the lack of due diligence within ourselves to want to learn. Um, there are a lot of people who, I, well, okay. It depends on where you are, too, right? I know for me, I love learning. Love school mm -hmm. when I was in South Carolina. When I moved here, school loved learning but I hated school because the teachers didn't care about you they didn't care if you got A's B's C's D's or F's the the um, counselors just made you stay in classes you didn't want to stay in or you felt like you were um, being um, um, bullied in or um, your teacher was prejudiced and you said hey you know what I'm experiencing this with my teacher 
And I switched to another class where I feel like I'm cared about. Oh, that teacher's fine. Da, 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 da. Oh, I'm sorry. Are you the black girl sitting in the class with the teacher to understand what I'm going through? No, I think you, you're the, the Asian middle-aged man who's grown. Mm. You're, you're fine. You have a job. I have to be under this person's tutelage mm-hmm. for a whole year. And deal with the microaggressions. Yes. For when you have a, 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 a teacher who, you don't want to come over? You okay? Okay. When you have a teacher who ignores you, mm-hmm. what am I supposed to do with that? How am I supposed to learn? I'm and asking you a you question tell. and you ignore me. Right. How am I supposed to learn in your class? Or who do you tell? I did. They didn't do anything. And that's another part, is that that happens so much. And I've seen it, and that was part of why I had to leave education. It was like my moral compass would not allow me to, to stay. Mm-hmm. When I looked at my class and I saw the majority of these kids that were already behind, not behind a grade or two, but, like, were legit. Like, my last year teaching, I taught second grade, and I had kids that weren't even on kindergarten level mm-hmm. to where they did not know letters, sounds, numbers, had no understanding of number sense, wow. let alone write a sentence. And then you were stressing me about getting them to pass this test at the end of the year. Mm. And so it was the system within that, we're in a million dollar building and we don't have books. You know, um, one of the reading programs that they wanted us to do, it was it's literally supposed to be 90 minutes. I think they chopped it down to 45, if I can remember. And I was like, this is, not the com- this is not the complete reading sequence in this scope. Like, this is not how we are supposed to do anything. But because this company or this organization had came up and they made their own ways. And I was looking at little kids just fall further and further behind. But the building looked nice, you know. The building was beautiful. They had all these million-dollar donors from great organizations and great companies, but when you look when you look at it, it's the like, results. wait a minute, what, what is happening here? And then when you compare it to other schools, yeah, you may look like you're doing something, but, but you're really not, you know, as a whole. And who's suffering? Not only do, do the kids suffer, but the communities suffer, you know, and if the, the, the communities are suffering, the families are suffering, the city ends up suffering, and then it goes out into what we are looking at now with all of our kids. You know, you look from here to New York, it's craziness going on in the classroom and out of the classroom. Wow. And that, that all of it, nothing is, is separated from, you know, anything else. It's just like every single thing that's happening in one area is happening in another area. It's just, it's just a little different. I wish I knew that owning your own business did not automatically create freedom for you. Mm. You have to create freedom for yourself. Yeah, because Because you can be a slave to your business. You can be. You're like a, just a different type of employee. It's just, still yeah. working for yeah. your clients. Yeah. yeah. And I think in the beginning I was. And because it wasn't, I didn't have seed money. You know, mm. I had some money saved, but mm-hmm. I didn't have you know, a million dollars or a hundred thousand dollars, you know? So it was just like, I got to take this little thousands that I have and we got to make a stretch. So let me tell you a story on that. So 
the high-end um, Caucasian salon that I used to work in, um, some of the girls who were more the high-ranking, got more money in the salon, who were the talent of the salon, left and started their own, mm-hmm. right? Now, that's always bad for a um, commission-based salon because your top people are leaving. Your talent is gone. You know, your talent is going. And so one of the girls who left, she was kind of like in the middle, but she became top when the other ones left. And so when I was there, um, I was working with her, and she ended up leaving out of nowhere, you know. And so I ended up seeing her not too long after that at like a, a Phoenix salon suite because I was looking for myself and so I was like oh my gosh you're in here she was like oh yeah I was like this is really nice you did this really fast and she's pretty young like 20s mid early 20s like 23 24 maybe maybe she was 25 and so little Jewish girl she was like um oh yeah my parents told me to always like save my money so when I really wanted something I could have it. Did she still live at home? No. She didn't still live at home. Scoot your mic closer. Huh? Scoot your mic closer. Oh, is it? Yeah. I still need. It's like skipping in and out. Can you hear me? Mm-hmm. Okay. So she, she was like, no, she didn't still live at home. She, um, I'll just project. This is too close to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, her, first of all, it is expensive to get the materials for a salon, number one. Mm-hmm. A chair by itself, a really nice mm-hmm. one, might cost you a thousand plus. That's just a chair. That's just the wash bowl. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then the way it was decorated, mm-hmm. the tech that she had in there, because she did, you know, balayages and different highlighting techniques. So she needed certain type of technology to even make that run and make that go. The lighting. Yes. The salon lighting. Well, the, the thing that helps with that is the fact that you're at a salon suite. So that's already. So that kind of helps you with that. That is a B. That's yeah. a yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> And then did you see how, like, it glided yeah. across? It, was like, it wasn't even, like, the best It was just like, yeah, I'm here. Where did that come from? From over there in the window. Oh. I've been watching them. Oh, my you know God. Glory. Anyway, um. Just the fact that she listened and learned from her parents and saved her money and was able to move and immediately have everything that she needed to make this business run. We're not taught that. We're taught work hard, get your money up, hustle, do this. If you work hard, make sure you work over hours. We, we weren't taught, you know, girls, just save your money. Da, 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 da. I mean, I was taught save your money, but I still... We still don't know how much they still provided for her at the start to even save her money. Yeah. Like, did they give her a lump sum to save? Did she? How much did she get? Exactly. You know, just mm-hmm. ongoing. Like, what money do you have to save? Exactly. Yep. It like, and her place was beautiful, and it was immediate. She didn't have to ask nobody for nothing. Just, and she got a great spot because at that time that Phoenix Lawn Suite had just opened, mm-hmm. oh, and so she was right was by the window, so she had amazing oh. lighting. Like, it was the perfect spot, and it was decorated like it was a high-end salon. It was just a salon for her. But she had the money. And I was like, that is crazy that you were able to just hop. 
somebody would be like, cousin, you got $100, $500 I can borrow. I'll give it back to you in like a month. Because we just have the you dream, know? the desire, mm-hmm. and like that. But we don't have the strategies. The capital. The mm-hmm. discipline. Strategies. Or sometimes we don't even know how much it costs. How much do I even need to get Nobody what she has? Nobody has taught us mm-hmm. how to discipline ourselves to understand this is how I get here. And so that's the thing that God was working on me with. And um, if you look at the book of Joshua, it's basically the book where God is giving the children of Israel everything. Everything that I promised you, the land mm-hmm. that I promised you, the milk and honey, the blessings, I'm going to give it to you. First, you got to fight, right? Once you fight, you have to make plans to get the land. And we, don't, we know how to fight, but we don't know how to make the plans. We don't know how to create the discipline to divvy, to create the business, to do that. To We're like, we're the ones, we, we stress out just thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, my God, that's so much. And then you've thought about it for a month when you could have taken whatever steps you knew during mm-hmm. that month and started it already. And then that month turns into six months and a year, and you're still thinking about creating that business. And then a big part of it, too, is that a lot of us move away from home when we're supposed to stay at home until we get married. That's a whole principle that we don't even talk about. We don't even discuss that. Like, we look at, ooh, I can't wait to use her 18 so you get out of my house. And it's like, get out of your house and do what? Go like, where? And go where? <laughs> and, do, go and how where? am I supposed to do it? And I think that's a California thing, though. It's very expensive here. You can easily move out your mama's house in the South. But, but you're not supposed to move out the house. You're supposed to be at home. You're supposed to stay home unless you are married. That's a biblical principle. Yeah, it's in there. I mean, I'm not saying it's in there. I'm just saying everybody ain't got that kind of house where they But I'm just saying, like, <laughs> need we need to stay there for their mental gotten, health. <laughs> but, but that goes back to getting away from God's original design and his plan. I mean, I totally understand that. I totally so understand. If, but if we were able to stay home... If you're able, I like if that If you're one. able to stay home, stay home. Yeah. I have, you know, a client now. She can't wait to move. And I'm like, you want, first of all, why? Yeah. She lives with her grandmother. Her, and I get it. You know, I get it. But then I, because I'm on the other side of it, like, if if I had a home that I could go to and not pay rent or pay a little bit of something. And all my money can I go to my business. I am packing my bags. I also think, though, about the idea of. <laughs> coming straight out of my parents' house into living with a, a man and being married and being a wife, like, I would not want to give up the years of living by myself first and getting to know who I am outside of my parents as a woman versus who I am outside of my parents and now who am I as a wife. Like, that's a different transition, and it, it has worked. I mean, people, societies, whatever, but I I wouldn't give that up. I love this time of living by myself i love it i want it to end now i want to i want to have an end now she said you know, the season is up we're this done season, i feel like i had it i feel good i feel like we're good i know who i am Thank yeah you. <laughs> but you know you are most feminine when you are with a man that um where you were with your husband and you can be feminine with like your womanhood comes from yeah but with the cultures we're talking about they don't necessarily go to healthy relationships when they leave their parents house to be with these but that men. goes back to God's plan God's plan was for us to get married have kids you grow up get married and have other godly kids too so that when you go out you go out and marry a man of God like you're a woman of God you go out and you get married to a man of God and so all of those 
those needs and those, those desires that we think we need as single women, that is never even supposed to happen. Like, it is never supposed to be for a man to go out and soil his royal oats or for us to have, like, a thought phase. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because we do. Like, I had a whole phase in my life where I thought, like, thotting and bopping was, like, That's why I stayed at home. Because that's where I didn't you're supposed want to be. A to be. And, and then you welcome, like. <laughs> I was like, I already yeah. know I have a lot of well, energy. You know, I, I, We're just going to stay in my mom's house. You can live at home and still be a thought. Because I don't want to be a thought. But <laughs> I already knew me. I was there's like, just no. certain, you know, experiences that we don't but have I just feel to like have. It's, it's, um, because we talked about this on the first episode, or maybe the second, about the men in church not being who the Bible or the way we fantasize because we so when I say we I mean we are all because we people one we're not in our word so people normally get their word from church on Sunday and a pastor cannot and not at home in your own house in your home because that's where it comes from like my grandmother we would have Bible study at home I mean you know and I I would be irritated and now I get it like why that generation was in church every single day. I get it. Like, I can, and as much as I fought it as a kid, like, oh, my gosh, how much Jesus do we need? Like, why are we here again? And now I completely understand because the further away that we've gotten away from God's original plan, look at the chaos and the mess that we are in. And culture has, we've adapted, like, kings and people, right? We've adapted this culture that was never meant for us. And because we aren't being taught financial biblical principles, the discipline, family, community, all of those things, it's easy for somebody on the outside of that to say, well, this is how things are supposed to look. Like the American dream and God's plan are completely separate. I also think we have to take into consideration that they got married very young back then. Mm -hmm. And... Um, and when they babies. got married, they their their whole thing was babies yeah. and family. Wait, what time frame we in? We in the Bible time? Yeah, that, that's it's a yeah, whole other world. Also, we, when as they women, not in women we have careers. Like, we have great grandparents. We travel. We do much more than just stay within the community mm-hmm. or the country and have babies and families. Nothing wrong with that, but we do so much more now. Yeah, mm-hmm. we're it's a different time, and so I, I really don't see anything you know, wrong with going out on your own and finding out who you are as a person. I think it's actually healthy to a degree to be able to come whole into a situation and not half because when you get married, that half going to have to heal in that marriage or it's going to be a divorce. But we got to know know that we're already whole going into these marriages. I'm already a whole woman. Yes, but yeah, how are now, you to get there? Yeah. You get what I'm saying? You if you got married in your 20s, you would be growing into that wholeness. Yeah, but I would be growing into that wholeness with my husband. Exactly, and that's what and I'm saying. Another so child. either you're going to grow into that wholeness in your marriage or you're going to get a divorce. Yeah. And that's why people are getting divorced because they are not willing to grow through their issues. Together. And it's so easy to just get a divorce. Now, versus like, well, let's work through this. Let's go back. Let's pray about it. Let's do the work. Because nobody people don't wants to do, do the, the work. work. And it's not going to, I mean, I, I look at a lot of marriages now and I'm like, ooh, okay. But then when you listen and you ask people like, how are you doing this? And they're like, it wasn't easy. 
but we we're both committed to like wanting this. Yeah, you gotta and I choose think, each other. You gotta yes. choose each other, even when every it's day. not good. Yes, every, every single, every single day. day, every version of that person. Because that stage, who you marry is not gonna be who you die yeah, with. Absolutely mm-hmm. not. At and if end. they were, you still mm-hmm. wouldn't like that either, probably. Because oh, you're, you're like, changing. You I'm gonna need you to you come on and change too. You was twenty years ago. You need to grow. Right. Everybody grows. Period. Yeah, and that that comes back to doing the work, and that comes back to discipline. Discipline, yeah, right. It goes back to us creating um, those systems of growth, um, and if we're taking it into business, right. One thing I've been praying about is God to create systems for me to where it doesn't feel like work. I want them to just feel natural and feel automatic. Yeah. Yeah. But it's discipline because if I don't do it, everything becomes harder. Mm-hmm. But if I do it, it's easy. Mm-hmm. And that's the type of system God has helped me build, which is why I sent you that booking app. Because the system of how it works is just so easy. And it makes life so much more um, stable, you know, mm-hmm. as a person working for yourself. Because it's yeah. like the system is your personal assistant. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so when you... Ha- create systems like that and you find out little pockets of area where you can be disciplined Mm -hmm. and you stick to it life just breezes or something that helps you you know what I mean like Mm -hmm. I'm gonna have to put in the work and transfer all my clients over but then once that's done that's just one aspect of it and it's like everything else to open up yeah because they have systems in there where you can literally keep tab of what you spend and how you spend it for your taxes you know how many receipts that I generally have to go yeah, through and I, add up and by I've myself like as an entrepreneur <laughs> yes. and be like, tick, click, 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 click. And you got a system where yeah. I can just take a picture receipt mm-hmm. and tell you how much it is. And, and you can just give me an expenditure receipt. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate and, and that. I feel like I'm a like, CEO. Nobody talks about either. Taxes. You know, your taxes oh and the paperwork and all of these other little things that I was like, okay, what does this word mean? Like, what, okay, and when is the timeline that I'm yep. supposed to do this? And then getting a tax preparer that knows how to do your taxes as an entrepreneur versus oh just gosh. as somebody that's an independent worker, because that's different too. Because if, especially if you want to buy a property, um, it's, right. it's definitely different. And which, they look down on you as an um, entrepreneur. Yes. They, if you work a nine to five for McDonald's, oh, you got a good, you got a good consistent, job. Yeah. steady job. But let you make five times that amount. As like, we don't like the yourself. way it was deposited oh, to your account. Like, what you mean you don't like the way it was deposited? It's in there. I have it's it. What are you talking right. about? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Where they do that at? <laughs> They just make it hard for yes. you to, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, y'all play Wait, you games. didn't jump through this hoop. You got to go back. Start from the top. <laughs> what, was that, um, what was that Martin X episode? And they said, go back to scratch. And he was like, where's from, from scratch? And everybody pointed. And it was like, right here. <laughs> oh y'all don't remember that? He was at the DMV. At the DMV. And he had, like, oh, you remember? Oh, <laughs> so I go to, back to scratch. Like, oh, no. Oh, my mm-hmm. God. But where yeah. we're at an hour, y'all? Like, on the dot? That was an hour? That was an hour. That went fast, didn't it? It did. Considering now, it took us all that time to set up and get here. <laughs> we was a little late, y'all. We was like real chill like, today. It's, I think it's we gonna was happen, like, you good? I'm good. You coming? I'm quick. coming. We was we real late today. We usually like ending about this time, but we started. But no, that was a that was a good hour. I love what we were talking about. Did any closing thoughts? <sighs> Next episode, I want to have a better discipline plan. <laughs> mm. 
I support it. Why are we laughing? I support it. I, I, I listen. I love that the way she said it. Next episode. I, I do. Because I know what it is. Like, even with my workout, like, I have no excuse. I have a gym downstairs, so it's absolutely no excuse. But now it's like, okay, I got to get workout clothes. Okay, that's so fine. go get you some workout yeah, clothes. Yeah, that's a you part know? that. That's one way that I get excited about my workout. Is the workout like, Okay, let me get some cute workout outfits so I could just be excited to get dressed. And then we'll start there. But, oh. but now I'm there. And now it's like I really don't have an excuse because before I was wearing my pixie. And I didn't want my pixie mm, to be, you know, your hair so hard, and, you, know, you know. And then, I, the low cut. then I didn't want to put heat in it every day. And then, you know, I do hair, so I can't have my hair looking crazy. But see, I'm all about aesthetic. If it looks nice, I want to touch it and use it. Yeah, that's why this one got gold weights. Thank you. I was just about to say that. That's why my <laughs> weights are gold because they're pretty, and it makes me want to go. Ooh, this is so cute. I'm so bougie. Oh my god, but my With arms gold look nice. But I think that's where I am now because I wasn't there before. Like before, I would just you know work out in like some raggedy sweats. Yes, babe. Come here. Come here, Dylan. He does like two minutes before the camera cuts off. Yet, right. <laughs> but I, I need like the cute workout clothes. I want like the workout clothes with like the tennis shoes, the bag. I don't need a bag though. But no, I know what you're saying. I, I, I want to be cute in my workout outfit too. I feel you. So I need to do better in that area. But I'm gonna get it together. Aesthetically pleasing things just pull me in. So I feel you. Yeah. Like guys, oh my god, that was so good. I loved it. I love that. Thank you guys for watching. If you enjoyed this, please share. Please follow. We would love to hear from you guys on what you want us to talk about. Um, if this is helping you, comment down below. Reach out to us. We're here for you guys. See you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.